0: You're tuned in to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The top podcast covering the defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and
1: Mike Santagada at Odyssey Sports Podcast.
2: We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. It feels like the Bengals haven't played in almost two months. Getting the little extended mini buy, which is good for them. Everybody gets a little bit healthy AFC North action on Sunday went just perfect for the Cincinnati Bengals with everybody else losing, and they didn't even step foot on the field. Big Sunday night football game. Primetime is a little bit different when you have Joe Burrow in this squad because I know you probably remember how scary, a little PTSD, when Cincinnati would play in primetime, and no offense to Andy Dalton, but when the Andy Dalton squad was out there, they turned into a pumpkin.
1: Every time. Almost it was it, it felt so much like uh I saw I'm stealing this because I think I saw it on Reddit in like 2015 or something like that like the Bengals reddit and it was something like, The Bengals are like, uh, the the Bengals at that time, maybe it was 2014 or 2013, but it was like the Bengals are like that really cool YouTube video that you laugh at a lot to yourself and then you go to show your friends on national TV and they're like, nobody's laughing and you want to turn it off. (laughs) That's kind of what it feels like, where it's like, no, I swear they're good. Just watch them at 1 p.m.
2: (laughs) Do you remember the Andy Dalton game? I can't even remember what year when he had like a 6.0 and i I'm, I'm probably screwing up the qbr rating it was against the cleveland browns
1: yeah thursday night uh, i remember that um true sure, geez. that uh was it even 6 that included a gate that included a play where he no, it ran was zero it yeah was i thought zero. it was zero i thought it was zero and that included a play that he ran like 6 yards downfield and then threw it out of bounds uh man that was a train wreck to watch the only all right, we'll play play a quick game. Can you think of any good primetime Andy Dalton uh memories? This one isn't Andy Dalton, it's AJ McCarron, but against the Broncos where Dre got two picks and a pick six.
2: So I do remember that game. And but just kind of going back to Andy Dalton and a good primetime. Oh,
1: that was that was Andy. The they played the Broncos again on a night game and they played pretty well. But that one was McCarron, but they lose in overtime. I remember now. Sorry.
2: Well, there was one Andy Dalton game. They didn't even win, and it was honestly, it was on it was on the, the, the Halloween, October 31st, and unfortunately, a lot of bad things happened because Gino Adkins tore his ACL. in oh, 2012. Up, I want to say they tied the game at one time, and then I want to say that also was the Giovanni Bernard game where he was – um, he, he looked straight out of a video game on a run. Maybe I'm having my – Was that the Dolphins stuff. one? It was the Dolphins game.
1: It ends in a safety? Yeah,
2: it was a terrible <laughs> way the game. But I'm saying that was a good moment when the <laughs>
1: were playing in front <laughs> They lost in overtime on a safety. <laughs> what's your best memory? what's the best memory you've got of the Bengals in prime time? Oh, that time they only lost by two in overtime because they had
2: to <laughs> sacked for a safety. <laughs> but everything bad. The thing is it was so bad, but it was like, oh, they were close. And I think- found a- they found a way to make the game close. Ah, that's how
1: bad it was. Wasn't there a game in 2013 or so that they beat the Steelers in prime time? Or am I misremembering this? This could have been
2: after. Well, Nick, our producer should know from Nick should
1: know. He is a Steelers fan. Did did we ever beat the Steelers in Primetime from 2011 to 2015? I don't remember it's that. That's a great at all. question. I'm man, I've probably got it all this He has no all idea. Right. He's <laughs> like, I know we lost idea. I know we lost a lot of those games. <laughs>
2: pittsburgh steelers we win in prime time i don't know what <laughs> yeah
1: it about. is kind of the terrible double matchup where the steelers are really good in prime time and the Bengals are really bad in prime time
2: so i will say this when i was a kid i went to the 2003 this is before andy dalton obviously the 2003 game against the miami dolphins and shane graham hit the game winner to win the game And the city was electric because that's when it was like cool to be a Bengals fan. And they were back in prime time and they didn't have prime time games before that, because that was the nineties Bengals. And then 2004, 2004, they played the Denver Broncos because crazy things happen when they play the Denver Broncos, Chad Johnson for champ Bailey for a touchdown. I want to say they won by a couple scores and it was just a huge deal because Monday night football was in Cincinnati. That just didn't happen. So 2003 to 2004 were good primetime years. And I so-
1: wanted to point this out. I do agree that those are good prime time years, even though it was Kit Kat for one of those years. Uh, but I was right, 2013. I don't. It doesn't say Sunday or Monday night, but September 16th, 2013. Giovanni Bernard, as a rookie, lead t- scores two touchdowns. The Bengals beat the Steelers 20 to 10 on uh, prime time at home, 2013. I was like, oh man, I gotta go look this up because I feel really confident this happened, but then <laughs> nobody remembered. So I was like, I don't know. I could have just it. This could have been in my mind as they're losing 20 to four.
2: Why are we not talking about the Ryan Finley game?
1: Oh, of course. But that's not uh, 11 to 15. I, 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 that's why I wanted You're right. to say.
2: You're right. You're right. That was.
1: That that was, was... Muppet night football. We are still the Muppet night football champions. I don't know. Did you watch the, the ESPN of that?
2: Uh, no, I saw it on social media. I never really got into it. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so, they thought the game was going to be so bad. They made it a gimmick of Muppet night football and then the Bengals win. <laughs> I was just like That
2: game was so wild because you're right. Nobody, nobody was talking about The that Steelers were like
1: 12 and one.
2: Yeah, they were, and they, everyone was like, no way they lose back-to-back games. No way they lose back-to-back games. And then Ryan Finley's out there. Von Bell's hit <sighs> on Juju. ended a TikTok career. It ended it. It It really did. Honestly, this is so crazy. We're talking about like the first Sunday Night Football game in forever, but reliving the past. A little throwback Thursday as we record this. The good moments of Bengals' prime time. But the thing is...
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: I go into this game we talked about in our first segment, and expectations are high, and that's fun, obviously, after a Super Bowl run. But I still believe this Bengals team will play to the competition when it's Sunday Night Football, I'm not giving my prediction yet because I'm going to make you do yours first. What okay. is going to happen?
1: Okay. Um, I am less confident in every prediction I make by the week. I am one and three. <laughs> uh, somebody had to fall on the sword of the Dolphins. You can thank me later. Um, but so the Ravens. Okay. I'll just cheat right away. Just give you guys the spoiler. I think the Bengals win. Now, early on, I thought this is going to be an explosive game, like 34-31. But, man, if Bateman misses, I can't imagine the Ravens being a really explosive offense without any good wide receivers. So, I think I'm going to lower the prediction just a little bit and go – I'll say – I think they finally score 30, so like 31-27 um, Bengals win. I, I'm pretty confident in the Bengals being able to take this game, even though they're the underdogs. I think they play the Ravens really well. Uh, they uh, How can you not pick the Bengals after the two blowouts last year, really? And uh, they always play up to their competition. I have some concerns, but overall, I do think the Bengals are going to match up well with the Ravens in this game. What do you think?
2: So it's funny. I was thinking the other day, I said, oh, my record when predicting the Bengals games, I'm um, over. If you go over to all Bengals, I'm two and two. And somebody goes, oh, so that means you pick the Bengals to win every week. And I'm like, you're right. I do. It's and, a great strategy
1: because they finish over 500. So, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah. I'm doing great right now. Two and two. Honestly, yeah um, yeah, a lot of people want to point to the Dolphins game. What that looked like facing Teddy versus two. I thought Teddy did pretty well. Uh, But moving forward to this game, I agree with you. They played Baltimore well for a long time. Honestly, you can go back to what we were just talking about. The Andy Dalton, A.J. Green years where A.J. Green was just dominating the Baltimore Ravens. And I not only... Do I think Cincinnati wins this game? I think we get back on track to what we talked about this time last year. In October, when this team was, hey, that Cincinnati Bengals team might be a contender. They could take the AFC North. They're legit. I think the offense gets rolling. I say finally because the expectations are really high. And I hear you say you get in the 30s and that game is coming. I truly believe that. I don't believe in the Baltimore Ravens defense of what I've watched in the last couple weeks. And I think Joe cooks. I don't think the run game gets going in this game. Cause I think they can stop the run, but I think they find a way to get to Jamar chase. And yes, a lot of defenses watch the Jamar chase tape in the off season. And it's been hard for him. And he's a little frustrated that he's not getting the ball, but he's happy for his, the rest of his teammates, T and Tyler, but, I think this is a Jamar Chase end zone game. They throw it up, they take advantage of this defense, and we see another Baltimore Ravens collapse. I think it's gonna be a close game. I
1: oh sorry, I meant, didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were not. Keep going, keep going.
2: I'm just rambling now. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna come up with my score because gives my I'm here's my complete honest truth. When I give a score prediction, I'm I'm coming up with a prediction as I'm talking. I don't think that they oh, get 30 too. points. I don't think they get 30 okay. points. I think it's a 28 to 21 game. It's closer than what it looks like. But I agree. If Bateman's not out there, Lamar's going to have to do everything. Like, he has to do everything. He's
1: already doing everything. Yes. He looks exhausted by halftime of every game of, like, can I get some help? <laughs> and that
2: can't last. That can't last all the no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if, the defense, if his defense keeps perform- performing like this, he can't do all the work. This is an extra game season, as it has been from last year. And that's going to be exhausting for him and a team that has battled injuries in the past. Uh, JK dobbins scares me a little bit just a tad bit when I think Mark Andrews scares me
1: the most because they've never been able to cover that guy
2: he might have to eat they may let Mark Andrews yeah. in but then just stop him in the red zone yeah what I, is
1: the yeah what is the most mark Andrews could really do like 150 and one or something like that maybe two touchdowns I don't know if that's enough with everything else that they're probably gonna be able to do to really throw up like 30 points on the board. If they had Bateman, that's a bad game. But if they—if he's the only guy, it's kind of like what the uh, – <laughs> way off topic. It's kind of like what the 07 Spurs did with LeBron and just like, yeah, LeBron, go cook. I don't care. You're not doing anything. You're not passing the ball to anybody. They're not doing anything. So it's like, yeah, Andrews, go cook. You're not scoring, and nobody else is going to get the ball.
2: Yeah. I mean, you just think of that matchup as a whole. And I think Lamar will have a couple runs where you're like, oh, man, you got to toggle this guy. You know who you're facing? But I just, this Bengals defense, I truly believe in it right now. And the numbers are there. And I know the comparisons are the quarterbacks that they've faced. But I think it's just going to be another one of those games where it looks closer than what it is. And we are talking about what we were this time last year with this team. Obviously, no no sacks on Joe. That would be really ideal. But I, I, yeah, I believe in Cincinnati to win this game and, and really just control their own destiny.
1: Uh, I, I think I'll go a step further with what you're saying about this closer than it looks. I think the Ravens are leading at halftime, and I think the Bengals pull away in the second half. Uh, they they're up like I don't know, 17 to 10 or something, and everybody's freaking out a little bit. They're losing, and then the Bengals are able to get up to 31 and outscore the Ravens in the second half because that's been the story of the Ravens' year. And also, do think this could be a big Jamar game because the Ravens' defensive backs other than like Marcus Williams and Chuck Clark not the best tacklers I think this is not a uh, so much a throw it up to chase game as it is to throw it to him and uh, like we saw the first time they played Ravens last year make do a spin move run through a whole bunch of guys make a 70 yard touchdown that way I think we could see a big yak play from him that's what I'm looking for even the linebackers for this team aren't the best tacklers like no that's so it's just that makes you so concerned. If if I was a Ravens fan, it's just like, God, that Jamar Chase guy. We can t- we can stop it deep, but come on, he's really he's really strong. He's really strong and fast.
2: Let me ask you, if you're Cincinnati, and one of the things that has really helped them in the last two games is getting the ball, scoring early. And just being aggressive. And sometimes I'm like, man, where did they, they were aggressive in the first drive. And then they kind of just, they don't look as aggressive as the game goes on more, more against the Miami Dolphins than it was against the Jets, because that game really just felt like they were going to win it from the very beginning. If you're Zach Taylor, what are you doing at the coin toss? If you get it.
1: Call tails, tails never fails, Um, but (laughs) I'm so much a defer guy I know that they starting fast right now but there is just such a big advantage if you do a good job with your clock management if you could score that touchdown right before halftime and then get the ball back and score again that is the biggest swing in football other than like pick sixes and turnovers to be able to put 14 points on without the uh, opponent getting a chance to respond so that's why I'm such a big proponent of that but the receiving the ball is working for them. So I can't really go so hard against it that I'm like, uh, they're making the wrong call. I think it's more so if it was me personally, I'm deferring and letting my top five defense go out there, maybe top eight without reader and try to get a stop and then control the game from there and especially that middle eight the last four minutes of the first half first four minutes of the second half if you control that that's what the patriots and brady have done for so long not Brady's not there but still that's what they did for so long is just control that middle of the game and completely change everything so that's i'm always a defer guy but i'm not against what they would do what would you do uh, receive or defer
2: Yeah, I got to go with defer on this one, because I think it's going to just be just random times this season that you see Zach Taylor doing that, where he's like, you know what, let's get the ball, let's go out there and put points on the board. And maybe that's the next time they're playing at home. I don't think it's going to be on Sunday night football, because you don't want to just get stuck in, hey, you try and go down the field and score a touchdown and you get stopped. And then you think about the second half too, so yeah, I I, I think they defer. I I, I think it's just going to be random times this season that we see them go out there and just get really aggressive on the first possession.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, I not against them receiving. Also, remember never say kick because what Dak Prescott and the Cowboys said that they had to kick both halves. So always say defer. Don't say kick. Even though defer. the ref. The refs know what they mean. It's rude to just be like, no, you got a kick. You said kick. But oh,
2: that's super annoying. It's I'm, such a I'm, stupid we're not talking rule. about officials. You know how I feel about them. It's, no such a,
1: it's in the rule book. But it's such a <laughs> stupid rule. Like, take it out. It's kicker. Nobody's choosing to kick twice.
2: <laughs> they they annoy me so much. I, I don't. Even, they're not allowed to be on our podcast. my
1: my my high school no. team did that on accident once. Said kick and we had to kick both halves. So when the Dak press got Dallas Cowboys thing happened, it took. I had flashbacks of like, oh no, we did this once, but we were teenagers. I
2: I love it. I love it. Well, it's gonna be fun. Sunday night football. I'm really excited. We'll obviously have a recap after the game. More pods next week to look ahead. What happens after week five to be determined. We're saying Cincinnati is going to get the win. You have plenty on all Bengals. What's up there this week?
1: Hoping, but I don't know if we'll see a preview. I just uh, work and uh, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that is true. I know right after the game, this is one that I will probably have a takeaways article right after and then hopefully I'm talking about some awesome Bengals performance in my film piece next week.
2: We love it. Make sure you're following along over on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands at LNDS Patterson. We'll be back next week on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.